0: Welcome to the Legends and Master show, everyone. Uh, we are very excited to introduce our guest today. He is a very high-end man stuntman. He's brought life and action to many films. Uh, chances are, uh, if you've seen any blockbuster movies in the past 12 years, you both know and love his work. Welcome, Bobby Holland-Hanton. Welcome to the show. Hi, oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. How are you? Good, good, much. man. Good. So we, we talked a little briefly on it. So, what have you been up to during all this craziness? It sounds like you're you're just as busy. Yeah, man. Um, you know, just
1: trying to adapt, I guess, to the, the new way of life, the new normal, if you like. So, um, you know, we've we've been quite blessed of, of late with some really good weather here in the UK. Not today, but some good yeah. weather here in the UK. So I've been, you know, utilizing, you know, that that time in the, in the garden and and training and um, training with our little girl and um you know awesome. busy on, and obviously with the success of uh extraction there's been you know lots of press and interviews and um obviously it's done amazing numbers so uh so yeah just trying to trying to keep busy and you know keep focused on things because uh otherwise you end up going a bit crazy right
0: uh yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's how it goes man um well let's jump right in so what what kind of got you uh interested in getting into film
1: got me interested i mean i my background was gymnastics from the age of four. Um, I retired competing in Great Britain when I was seventeen. So, you know, I, to me, I, I kind of had a you know a physical degree in a way from from such a young age, and
0: okay.
1: I didn't want to I didn't want to waste that. Um, but I still wasn't sure what I was going to do at seventeen. But I, you know, I went and played semi pro football for my local town, um, fairham Town. Um, oh, cool. So I played for a couple of years, and and uh, then there was an audition for a live show, which was an acrobatic show at, at Legoland in Windsor and high diving, acrobatics, um, you know, performing and, you know, I went to the audition, got the job and that was many moons ago. I was, nine, I was uh, 19, so um, coming up to 36. So it was a long time ago. But uh, I then, you know, did live shows for a few years and, and did commercials and um, I did Quantum of Solace, stunt double limb for, for Daniel yeah. Craig, James Bond in the the end of 2017. And that was my introduction to, to stunts in film and TV, and um, that was 13 years ago, and I've kind of never looked back.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I just don't know. And, and actually, a lot of uh, stuntmen and stuntwomen I, I interview and meet, uh, it seems a, it's a high – you would think a high percentage be a, maybe a martial arts background or something of that nature, but it's uh, gymnastics. Gymnastics is a very high uh, background. How much has gymnastics helped you in your career, would you say, just doing stunts and things like that?
1: Listen, I mean, for me, gymnastics is, is um, you know, f- the best foundation for, I think, for most things in, in, in any kind of, you know, physicality that you, you, anyone's involved in. Gymnastics has just been the, the stepping stone for me to, to, to go into something such as stunts. And just being able to control your body, spatial awareness, knowing how to, to land it's perfect. And, you know, I, you know, I think it's still, you know, one of the hardest sports in the world. And by having yeah. that foundation, it's, it did, did help me. Um, and it has helped me. And it's helped me now to to date my career. So, I mean, it's, as I said, it's a great foundation.
0: Amazing. Yeah. My, my uh, wife has been in uh, gymnastics pretty much her whole life. And you just, yeah, you know, it's just that, that body awareness. I mean, I imagine that especially, you know, it's much like wire work and, and stunt work you have to do that has to, part big parts play and injury prevention i would as well yeah uh, i mean listen
1: absolutely it's um it's part and parcel of what we do but it is a, you know it is dangerous and but you know we, we spend a lot of time rehearsing and, and you know trying to eliminate as much danger as possible and that's you know that's part and parcel of what what we have to do you know in our craft and it's you know by breaking um you know everything up into small increments and doing it safely sure it takes a little bit more time but it's the safe safe way and the safe option because you know once we've rehearsed it and got it ready to to you know sh- to shoot and it's camera ready yeah you then take away the safety mats and then you perform the stunt and hopefully you can repeat it but you actually do all the the real hard work and the you know the, the chance of picking up more injuries i i think in the rehearsal in the rehearsal stage you know just just kind of making it making it right making it
0: perfect for the for the, the actual take that's interesting point and 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 how much do you uh does it help uh, like have you had to do some acting classes does that help uh sell the the moves better too or is it just a matter of just uh training and drilling um
1: you know what i actually haven't had any acting experience or training at all i've had some experience just recently but not um any training um and i think you know gymnastics although it is a performance it's quite almost robotic in a way. It's, you know, you don't really show any kind of emotion when you're competing in gymnastics. It's a real focus skill. Whereas when I started to do the live shows and it was, you know, the, you know, the people that are in charge are telling you to be more flamboyant and and come out of your shell and, and it's the acting side as well. That was new to me. So it took a little bit of time to, to, to get that and figure that out. But, you know, now that I've, I've done a bit of that and we obviously do it We we you know physically act we're action actors in a way so you know and I think we take it upon ourselves as as stunt performers and stunt doubles to really study the actor that we're we're stunt doubling for and the way they move the way they the, the you know the way they walk everything their mannerisms and that's important I believe to you know to try and execute what you need to do to the highest level and 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 it's up to you to be the best at what you can do and really take that seriously and I and I've always done that so you know and. It is, it, you know, everyone's different. Every act is different. So you kind of, okay, yeah. your toes, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes so much sense. I mean, I mean, heck, even some of the side by side pictures you have of these guys, you, you emulate them very well. And uh, and I imagine, you know, you know, especially doing your line of work, you have had to develop many skills uh, through your career. What, what would you say is probably the toughest skill that you had a, like a hurdle to go over?
1: Yes, so I mean, as I said, gymnastics, trampoline, and high diving was a part of my life for for, for many years. Um, and then to get on the British stunt register, you have to be um, elite at six disciplines. I think from a possible twelve. Yeah. Um, and you have to take the tests for them. So luckily for me, because I, you know, my three skills were straight. I, I chose those straight away: high diving, gymnastics, trampolining. I just awesome. took the tests for them. So I took the tests. I had three straight away, and just need to get the other three. So I chose kickboxing, um, and you have to be. You have to get a okay. brown belt and have two recorded fights to prove that you've done it. So I did that for a couple of years. Um, I did scuba diving and I did swimming. And if I'm honest, awesome. swimming was one of the hardest, if not the hardest skill out of them all. Wow. Just because, okay. And I say that because the original swimming test was just a basic test that you know kids were doing. That was just what the test was at the time. So it was easy. Yeah. You could just go and do the test. You got, you've got one skill done. But then the British Stunt Register and rightly so changed that and, and it made it much more difficult. So it was it's almost like the equivalent of the SAS swimming test.
0: Wow. So, wow. Okay. I mean, I you
1: know, I swam a little bit as a kid, but not I never went to a swimming class. Like I yeah. could do. Yeah, I just make sure just- I didn't sink. Yeah. So yeah. you know, when I when I went and actually looked at what we had to do and, and tried it for the first time, I was like, wow, I've got no chance in doing this. <laughs> You know, you've got to swim 50 meters in 50 seconds, touch the end of the pool and then drop down to the bottom and hold your breath for 30 seconds. And I mean, listen, anyone that's, you know, a swimmer will know this as well. If you if you haven't got any breath to hold, then 30 seconds feels like a lifetime. And (laughs) they actually ended up taking that off of the test because people were almost passing out underwater because they were just trying to hold their breath and, you know, convulsing and stuff. So. Man, you know, but that was, you know, we had to tread water for a while in close with your arms out out the out the water. We, you know, you have to do all four length, all, all four swimming styles in, in wow, 20 okay. minutes. Um, you had to uh, uh, like do an assault course underwater, with collecting like items and bringing them up. It's a really difficult test. So yeah. I actually ended up taking about four months out of work and, and, wow, okay. and swam every day to pass the test. So it was really difficult, really difficult.
0: Wow, that I mean that's that's amazing. But it makes sense. I mean, if you're gonna be on set and you're doing any water work, I mean you wanna make sure I mean, this guy's good, yeah. You
1: know? It absolutely makes sense. And for a swimmer, they look at that and they're like, it's yeah. easy. but someone yeah. that's not a swimmer, yeah. i.e. me, it was really difficult.
0: Very, very interesting. have you ever uh, I always thought it was interesting that uh, you know, kind of following your career, which it's it's amazing. Um you're really like on set, you're getting ready to do this huge, huge stunt, and you're like, Wow, this is uh this is my job. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I guess sometimes it's only, you know, sometimes I do interviews and you, we talk about the credits and the work and, and what, what I've done. It, you know, it's the only time I really get to, or I take to reflect on it. And, and I think because life's so fast paced anyway, and you kind of, when you're at work, sometimes you're, you, you're working six, seven days a week, sometimes long, long yeah. hours, you're just thinking about the next day and you and you move on. So I'm not saying I'm ungrateful, but sometimes i don't take enough time for myself to sit back and go wow i actually did that or you know i, I get to enjoy it when it's on the screen um but even then i'm very critical of, of what i've done and always could have done better so okay yeah but yeah yeah it's i mean it's um i am I feel very lucky and blessed to have worked on some of the biggest movies if not the biggest movie as, as far as Endgame oh. goes and, oh for sure so, right?
0: so yeah feel feel very blessed i imagine too like you have to have some crazy hours like super early super late like what what do you, you got any like tricks uh to keep your wits about you so to speak or
1: just a really strong black coffee
0: yeah um, <laughs> in the morning
1: i mean listen uh, sleep's obviously very very important you know get, get your sleep when you can I, you know we train a lot we we i try and eat as well as i can that you know when we're you know, in general, I try and eat as well as I can, but when we're, you know, i.e. doing something like Thor or Avengers with, with Chris and we're doing that, that type of stuff, then it's, you know, it's very intense training and keeping a strict diet to, to get into Thor shape or somewhat of Thor shape, if it's even possible with Chris, the shape he's in. So, yeah, you know, it's, I guess you get used to it in a way as well. You get up, you you get used to getting up early and Sometimes we're in the hair and makeup chair at 5 30 in the morning, having your yeah. makeup put on, and, and you get home at 9 30 at night. By the time you finish training and you've had dinner, it's straight to bed again. So and sometimes that can last six months. You're on a show for six months, even longer. So wow. um, you know, but you you there is it. you do kind of get used to it and you you know, when you have to focus and, and knuckle down, it, it's something I think just uh, it, it kicks in.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing and again, you I mean you've been in Not just a lot of uh, amazing film and and TV, but like you've been, uh, I I just think, really good testament to your work ethic and just overall attitude, being in that many blockbusters and the continual work you get. What what gives you the drive and uh, push to push yourself for like these different roles and, and jobs? I mean, I,
1: each job that we do is always very different. I think the challenge—I enjoy the challenge each time—and okay, even even though we do, um, for example, some stunts, we repeat them on other, other movies, but they're always different, no matter what it is. If it's a stair fall, then you might do a stair fall on one show, and it's you know it could be a nice wide set of stairs. It could be, um, you know, you got you can manage to put your pads underneath your costume um it might the, the carpet might be on the stair there might be carpet on the stairs it might be really padded but then you know then the, the other extreme of that which we've just done on extraction was a stair fall with someone else with my hands cable tied together and a bag over my head so i couldn't see <laughs> and no pads yeah. on my arms because you're wearing a t-shirt so yeah every time we even though it's the same stunt every time we do them they're always always different um, and that keeps you on your, t- on your toes. That that's always a challenge as well that keeps you motivated. And and listen, I I you know I love I love what I do, and I you know I'm in a very fortunate position with with uh, Chris Hemsworth in his contract, and I have been for yeah. the last eight years, and we've done it's amazing. twelve yeah. movies together. So I mean, I enjoy working on that team and with with those boys. That we're one big family, and um, we have so awesome. much fun. So. You know, it's a great job. You get to travel the world, meet amazing people, work with incredible directors like Taika Waititi. Um, yeah. yeah. Great.
0: That's, that looks like it's a riot on
1: set, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing. It's yeah. like it's the best experience because everyone's just having fun. Like Taika's, you know, shooting the movie and, you know, he's a, he's a comic genius and he's he's a yeah. – he, as a director, he's incredible and, he, you know, he's just won an Oscar. It goes to show. But, you know, we'd be on yeah. set and in between takes he would, you know, he'd be singing karaoke. Like he's uh. just – he's just amazing. And then when it, and then just four, three two, one action, he'll, he'll stop it. And we'll, then we'll shoot something. And then as soon as we've cut, we'll whack the karaoke
0: back on and everyone starts singing again. It's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, yeah, you brought Chris Hemsworth a couple, a couple of times here. Let's, let's go into that. Cause, uh, I mean, you guys have worked on many, many films together. Um, uh, and man, mm. have you developed kind of like a, a nice unique friendship over, over the years? Uh, what's he like to work with? I mean, he seems super cool down to earth and hilarious. Um, mate he's the best i mean honestly
1: he's um we're the same age we've got the same sense of humor you know like i said I've, I've known him and worked with him now for the past eight nearly nine years we've done 12 films together and yeah he's a gentleman he's a great friend he's a, he's an amazing dad um husband he's he's just amazing and he he keeps the the team around him and we're all just like i said one big family because we've done so many shows together now we spend so much time together you know we train together it's it, you know he's I, he inspires me. I look up to him, and, and you know awesome. he's
0: he's he's a legend, mate. Yeah, absolutely, okay, for sure. And, and was uh, Snow White and the Huntsman was that your first production together? No, so I no, okay.
1: finished um, the Dark Knight Rises. I finished in New York. I was done doubling for Batman, Christian Bale. Okay. the last one of uh, Nolan's trilogy. Um, yeah, yeah. And at the end of that film, and we, we were on that show for nine months. But then I came home, um, and then I as I came when I came back to England, it was close to Christmas, and I think the last. Four weeks, um, I jumped on to Snow White and the Huntsman. Um, okay. and I met Chris just on set. I was just doing ND stunts, and I met him, and it's like, oh, this, this dude seems like a really nice guy. And yeah, um, we then actually, you know, I just, just said hello, and then we literally, um, did Thor the Dark World, um, the following year, the following summer. Um, and then that was my first job. that I stunt doubled him on, and, and got you. Was, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. And yeah, speaking of which, I mean, he's, he does have a lot of very physical roles, a uh, very, you know, he's got to keep the bulk up. I mean, what's, I mean, imagine that's, you know, diet and exercise has got to be a little bit more of a challenge than your average, average role, right? Mate, listen, it, uh, honestly, it's on, on it. If I wasn't
1: doing stunts, that is a job on its own. That is, that is a full-time wow. job on its own. You're training twice, sometimes three times a day. Wow. You're eating eight to nine meals a day. You know, all clean food. It's not like Chris is big and he's not lean, which is easier to, to put the bulk on. Is He's big and he's so lean. He's got literally minus body fat. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, it makes it it makes it really hard. And, and, and if you have to try and sustain that for a long period of time, which just, you know, I say unfortunate, just the way that the schedules worked. We did Thor Ragnarok in, in, on the Gold Coast in Australia for six months. Okay. So a couple of months before that, I started to get into that shape then straight after Thor we went to Atlanta to shoot Avengers Infinity War and Endgame so for the best part of two years it was we had to stay in Thor shape and it was a real wow. challenge it was it was very very challenging but you know yeah. You, yeah. You, you kind of get used to it in a way and you know you keep up the routine and you, you keep the motivation going with the guys and we trained it together a lot and you know it, as I said it was difficult and but you know it's it's part and parcel of the job and it's something that. As I said, I, I take on the challenge and, you know, I enjoy it.
0: That, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, matches. It sounds uh, – I mean, it looks like a lot of work goes into it on, on both sides. His annual is just to uh, maintain that. I mean, once in a while you're probably like, hey, man, you got to – can you do like a love story where you get like hit by a bicyclist or something? Yeah, but
1: dude, <laughs> even, when he, even when he does something like that, he's always in ridiculous shape. Like every <laughs> single – ever since I've known him for nine years, he has been in that shape. And it's like
0: wow. it's impossible. It's impossible. Well, uh, did you have any? And it doesn't have to be just for Thor. Uh, but any of the on set, any the funny stories or or notable things that kind of pop your head, are, uh, interesting stories with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. What we try and do, and the whole team try and do this, is we all always play pranks on each other.
0: We're always oh, okay. doing
1: something stupid, or you know, and we. <clears throat> for so, I mean, we're in India and Thailand, so. You know, you're staying in the same hotel, you're, you're in the middle of nowhere and you're trying to, you know, keep, keep sane, you know, and like we would enjoy pranking each other. And like there's many videos on my Instagram of us messing about and me trying to drown him, um, him spraying some 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 like bacterial stuff on my arm after I ripped <laughs> it open after a stair fall. And yeah, we just you know we just we're, I'm, I'm like a big kid. Like we're all like big kids. You got we, it, right? Uh, we like to have fun, and it's all about you. Got to have as much laughter as possible. Be serious when we have to, but you got to try and enjoy it as much as you can.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I know. In some interviews you've done in the past, some people asked you about the having to work with the mjolnir, the the hammer, the Thor's hammer. Uh, and there's, you said there's several different types. Is it uh, kind of lopsided, difficult to work with on the set? Is the the mjolnir difficult to work with? Yeah, as far as uh, you know, incorporating into the the stunt routines and action. Well, I mean the 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 real millennial, if you like, yeah.
1: it's for acting scenes and close-ups. You know, it's something that Chris will use obviously every time. I I probably only used it once or twice in in all of the Thor and Avengers that that we've done because oh okay gotcha because I will we we use different weighted hammers and and different materials that they're made out of for the stunt sequences, because you've got to imagine the real hammer is so heavy. Um, it's it's like 25 kg or something crazy like that. So you can't swing that around and make it look realistic. So, um, you know, we've got different weights, different, you know, sizes and and different materials to use for, for whatever, whatever it's needed for.
0: Okay. So for different, different scenes. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that because we had some guy people email that in and wanted to know. Um, so another thing that uh, maybe a lot of people don't even know is not only uh, did you double for Thor, uh, but you got Captain America in there too, man. That I mean, that has to be challenging, I would think. Uh, balancing between what, what's your headspace like when you have to do that? What's the challenge like for you? Well, I mean, I
1: was lucky because um, well, I had actually. In 2010, I went to New Orleans and and stunt double for Ryan Reynolds in the Green Lantern. Okay. Um, And I I got a call from a stunt coordinator here in the UK called Steve Dent, a friend of mine. And he was stunt coordinating Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, And he asked me to come back from New Orleans when I finish and go straight onto that and stunt double for Cat. And I was like, oh, this would be awesome. It sounds great. But I picked up a really bad back injury while I was in New Orleans on Green Lantern. Oh, really? So I ended up not doubling Cat on the first Avenger. I, I, I just went on to the show, helped out until I was fully fit. So I did the last five weeks on 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 cap, and I think wow. that right towards the end of the five weeks, um, I, they were like Bob, we're going to need you on set. I think I had to do some kind of running sequence and then jump over something. <clears throat> so this was my chance, and I went and put the the cap suit uh, suit on and went to set, and they changed the shot. So I wasn't needed. So on the first on the first cap, I didn't get to double him so it was yeah. always something that I wanted to do because a good friend of mine who directed Extraction Sam Hargrave yeah. was his main double most of the time um and this was obviously before that so when i went to when when we found out we were doing avengers age of ultron i was already with chris at this point in his contract and okay the stunt coordinator greg powell was was doing avengers age of ultron cuz we shot it here in london um and we and we were in korea so greg called me and said listen you can start in three months when when thor does when chris does or what i'd like you to do is start next week and you can start off doubling cap because there's a sequence a chase sequence to do wow. in south korea wow so okay i was like yes thanks boss absolutely i love to yeah. the chance to, to 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 you know get to double cap finally um so i was training anyway i just kind of Didn't go crazy, I was training once a day, you know, five days a week, and I was eating maybe five meals a day, you know, not going crazy, and keeping a good athletic, you know, physique. Went to South Korea, or we we rehearsed here in London, the sequence we had to do, because it's when Cap's on top of the truck in Korea, and he gets, like, blasted off the back, he grabs onto the door, the door gets blasted, then then we kind of surf it down the road, jump onto a car. So it was a really good, fun sequence that we had spent a lot of time rehearsing back here in the UK. And we got to shoot it out in South Korea. So when we got there, I did that job. um, And then I had about five weeks after we'd finished that sequence for when Chris was going to start on the movie. Because luckily, because there's so many superheroes, they all didn't start at the same time because they were shooting different sequences. So it worked out that Chris started later. So I managed to get back home, train for another five weeks to get to Thor shape. And then I took over as as Thor double. So, you know, it was an amazing experience. And I'm really, you know, I'm so, I'm really proud that I got to to double those two iconic superheroes in
0: one movie. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. The way that worked out is is unbelievable. And and yeah, uh, again, amazing work. Everything you do is just uh, super dynamic, man. Um, And that was a great uh, thing you brought up too. working on extraction. Uh, Extraction, amazing movie, very gripping story as well. And the, uh, the action is very, uh, Real and very gritty, and not to mention, I mean, does that help with, with Sam Hargrave? He, he was he was a stuntman himself. Does that uh, communicate over uh, differently to help out on set? Oh, uh, absolutely, man. I'm, I, I, I mean, just
1: with with Sam having that experience. I mean, not many people know, but you know, Sam went to film school. You know, he's a super talented guy, and he went to film school anyway. Then he got into stunts after film school. Um, and he's a very good stunt guy as well. He's very athletic. You know, he's one of the best around. And
0: you oh, know, yeah. he's been yeah. he's
1: had he's had that experience, and he's been shooting pre-viz. So him doing extraction, he's done it his whole career. But yeah. extraction was obviously on a bigger scale. It's not like it was the first time he'd ever done it. He's directed lots. I mean, he was second unit director on Atomic Blonde and uh, Right, accounting. right. Yeah. So I mean, he's already got a great pedigree, and he's um, you know, as I said, he's very talented. He, he's very active with camera, which meant because he has a stunt background and he knows about the safety side of things, you know, they could attach him. The rigging team were amazing. The stunt coordinator and the team, the stunt team were amazing. They could rig him to a car and fly yeah. him around in the chase, you know, um, and get these unique shots in and out of the car with, with him on a, on a, on a wire on a car. So we managed to get new um, you know, organic kind of shots because of his yes. athleticism and, and his know-how of, to shoot action and, and you know it was a perfect film for him to you know to get his his, his debut his debut as a director you know
0: oh for sure i mean that's a very appreciate i think a lot of people do appreciate that when, when people get in there because it, it makes it it gives it that extra something when you watch it so i mean i remember watching the behind the scenes of it and, i mean he he doesn't have to be doing this that's the other funny part uh but you can tell the passion's in there and uh I mean, he said yeah he's re- literally rigged to the front of a car to get that like extra yeah. real shot so that's awesome! Yeah, and you guys got to appreciate that even more on set. I imagine, like, all right, he's yeah, in there and, with us. Yeah. And, you know exactly, and he's been there and done it himself. He's got the T-shirt. So
1: when we, <laughs> yeah. we you know, he he he'd, he'd asked the guys to come up with a, a sequence, and the whole stunt team are amazing. Everyone involved, and that made Chris's job, it made my job coming in with those guys and and helping and adapting to them much easier because they had everything rehearsed. It was all ready for us to to arrive because we were just finishing Men in Black here in in actually we were in UK, Morocco, Italy. We had just finished and then we flew to India about eight days out from filming. So we had to just jump in straight in the deep end and and start rehearsing. And Chris absolutely smashed it. He was incredible. He's a great athlete, anyway. And, you know, the end product, it shows on the screen and everyone's buzzing about it. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed it and
0: thoroughly enjoyed working on it. So who knows?
1: Fingers crossed we get to make another one. Who
0: knows? I'd say, I mean, there's a lot of talk uh, like, hey, you didn't really, I mean, you really see. Never know. Yeah, never know. know. <laughs> um awesome. And um yeah, I'd like to go with let's kind of switch gears a little bit. Um and, and go into this uh with uh Jupiter ascending and working with channing Tatum. I, I hear he's awesome to work with. What was your experience like on like on uh set with that with him? Yeah, Channing's amazing. I had a great relationship with Channing. and um he actually when we
1: before we we shot Jupiter in London and then we finished off in Chicago for six weeks. Um and just before we went to Chicago he asked me to go with him and, and stunt double him on 22 Jump Street, the sequel to 21. Okay, yeah. Um, but I already committed to Chris to stunt double him on In the Heart of the Sea with Ron Howard.
0: That's and right, yeah. you know
1: what, like, I tried, you know, Chris had asked me before and it was just one of those that, you know, he had asked me and I'd already just done a show with Chris and, you know, I wanted to, you know, keep that loyalty with with Chris and, um, you know, Channing was amazing and I'd love to work with him again and hopefully we do one day Um, because we had so much fun. He's a really good laugh and, that dude is so talented as well. He's he's not only a oh, really yeah. good actor, he's phenomenal um, athlete. He can do everything
0: himself. It's amazing. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I um and on that set too, or that film, you got to work with the Wachowskis. What was that like? I mean, the you know Matrix background and everything. Exactly.
1: I mean, you know, they they directed the the Matrix. It kind of says everything you need to know.
0: They're they're obviously yeah.
1: very 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 good directors, and they've got an incredible you know out there vision. Um, and we shot some, I'd, I'd done some of my best stunts on that. Ben, ben, ben Cook was the stunt coordinator okay. um, with R.A. Rondell um, and the American boys. And we worked together with the American team from, you know, from the UK. And, you know, we did some really cool stuff. I did some really cool, um, you know, jerks through glass, falling through glass ceilings. And, you know, lots of cool fights and acrobatic stuff because they wanted the, the character to, to be kind of, you know, very fast and 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 agile, yeah. and So we got to to rehearse and got to shoot some really cool stuff. So it was a it was a good job.
0: That's great. And, and if I don't bring this next one up, my my uh, oldest daughter will kill me. So uh, big fan. She's a massive fan of Harry Potter. Uh, you got to work on the, the last two films. Uh, what was the experience? It's such a I mean, you're part of these huge franchises. You know, it's not just it, just one of these would be someone's career. You know what I mean? So what what was it like being uh, part of that big big production as well? yeah and, and going going back to that i think again I, I feel you know
1: very lucky and blessed because when i kind of got into the industry it was just kicking off that most films were starting to be made here in the uk in these studios and put you know obviously the, the uk has been and, and london and the studios around here have been on the map for a very long time you've got all the bond movies that have been going on for years but oh yeah yeah the amount of films that, that came here at the same time you know it meant that the stunt community were working a lot and it was a great you know, it's great timing. So, you know, I got to work on, you know, I did James Bond first, uh, you know, yeah. um, Quantum of Solace with stunt coordinator, Gary Powell, that kind of gave me my chance. Um, and I worked on that show. And then we went straight to um, Prince of Persia with, with Gary's brother, Greg. Okay. And obviously Greg Powell was the coordinator on all of the Harry Potters. So after Persia, oh, okay. I went on Harry Potter with him. Yeah. I mean, I I was literally, I think I was working on Harry Potter maybe three times a week because, three days a week because um, I had to finish my swimming to get on the British stunt register. So I was just doing it. bits and pieces at the time. Um, but I mean, again, it's amazing to be a part of that franchise and um, you know, run a run around as a snatcher and run around, uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, with a,
0: with a wand and, and, and stuff. It was good fun. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah. And, and do you have uh, some people watching this are they're, they're martial artists. They're and everybody in between, you know, stay at home uh, moms, do you have any recommendations for people that are watching, they're interested in getting into the, the stunt business?
1: Getting into the stunt business. Yeah. I think by having something, you know, a background in whatever it may be, it could be horse riding. It could be, you know, you might be a motocross rider, gymnastics, trampolining, martial art, whatever it is. I think it's always a great start to have a base of something like that. For me, gymnastics was my, you know, was okay. mine and, and it helps you with, you know, getting into the industry. I think by having a skill, it kind of shows that you've got the discipline and you've got the work ethic and you know how to work hard to achieve something because stunts is not for the faint heart. It's very much yeah. like that. You need to be, you need to know that you want to do it for sure. And you need to know that you're okay with hitting the ground pretty hard and doing it over and over again. Because if it's not for you, you'll know pretty quickly, um, yeah. you know, and it's also, you know, it's a safety thing as well. You're putting people's potential lives at risk a lot, a lot of the time. So you need to, you need to be highly skilled at what you do. And that's, you know, credit to all the stunt coordinators and the second directors and, and the stunt performers in, in, in the in the stunt community for, for for being able to do that. You know, it's, my advice would be, you know, 100% know that it's something you want to do for the rest of your life um, and and give it your everything. Um, but again, like I said, if you've got a background in A skill, you can then just work on other skills, keep working on the skill you've got, but work on other skills as well and try and get you know, try and get a body of work and, a you know, a few sk- skills under your belt that you can draw
0: upon whenever needed. That's, that's, that's great advice. Um, yeah. I mean, did you, uh, you know, as far as you, I imagine you have to just, you have a base skill set of course and always increasing upon it. Cause you never know when a, a, a job will pop in, correct? <clears throat> so guys should just kind of keep up and ready on it. And Absolutely. did you, did you have ever have any, um, I mean, you worked with a lot of amazing uh, stunt coordinators, directors—you uh, name it. Um, have you yourself ever thought about getting into more of the stunt coordinating side or writing and directing side? Well, you know what I mean. I know
1: this pandemic's caused uh, a lot of trouble, and you know, it's, it's, I think it's made people, you know, do things that they wouldn't normally do because they don't want to go crazy. And um, yeah, I I've actually really enjoyed uh, you know writing. I'm you know I'm loving that that process. Oh, cool. and, you know, I've written a children's book and, um, you know, I'm awesome. writing a screenplay at the moment. Um, and uh, you know, a bit of acting as well. We've just finished a film, um, with Damien Walters. He, he wrote it, directed it, produced it. And there's, there's, uh, you know, a, f- a few of us lads that are stunt performers that are acting in the movie. It's called school fight. It comes out later this oh, year, cool. hopefully Thank around you. August, September time, we're hoping. Um, but you know, listen, it's an action comedy, watch this space. It's a load of stunt guys having fun and, you know, I think people are going to be very much pleasantly surprised with what the what we managed to pull off with such a, a a small shoestring budget. But again, that's that's props to all the boys involved and and everyone that was you know a part of the the crew. Um, Damian Walters is is a genius. He's he's very very good at what he does. And you know all the guys: Paulo, you know Greg Townley, Pasha the boss, You know everyone pulled it off. Ruder, uh, Chris Tompkins, the whole crew, the whole. You know, Joby Stevens was in there. Nathan Claridge, who is our, you know, uh, a camera. Um, it was it was a great experience, and um, yeah. I'm just I'm just excited to see the finished product, and excited for other people to see the finished product to just see see if us stunt stunt yeah. peeps can act a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I'm ex- I mean, I'm excited
0: just hear about. It. I mean, you know, that's the other another reason why I do like to invite a lot of uh, stunt men and stunt women on the show because I I it, I think you know it, the people do appreciate, of course, but it's a very uh sort of is is a less in the forefront appreciated I think and this gives you know everybody a chance and a voice to come on there uh we have a uh, Mike Fury coming on the show as well talking about uh the st- stunt books he, he did a lot of interviews with a lot of different stunt men and women and um <clears throat> i mean kind of go back into it you know one you know, of your first gig was so to speak was uh was Quantum Masalas James Bond i mean talk about you know starting off on the right foot uh but uh, what was what was the experience uh, like? On we talked a little bit about what was what's the overall experience? You know, doing not just that but all the the James Bonds with Daniel Craig. Um, it was a, to be honest, it was a whirlwind
1: of experience. I mean, I was 23. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got the phone call to um, audition for it, and I thought someone was taking the piss, winding me up. I thought yeah. it was a joke. I thought it was a prank call. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course, they know I'm training for the stunt register. It's the the biggest, best job you can do. This isn't happening. Um, And it was actually thanks to Jeff Davis, who's another stunt guy coordinator. But he used to be a gymnast. He used to be a gymnastics coach. He reached out to my best friend who was still doing gymnastics at the time and said, there's an audition for Bond. They need someone that's six foot." Um, and it's got an acrobatic kind of base and background and he wasn't my friend but he chucked my name to Jeff and was like do you remember Bobby and Jeff was like oh yeah yeah get him to come down and Gary and the team saw me and um you know thankfully thanks to Gary and the team that they chose me for I was supposed to do five weeks and ended up being six months um you know Gary (sighs) kept me on and you know, Gary mentored me and and, and showed me the ropes and, and really helped me through the process as the rest of the team did. And, I'm, you know, I've got some very close friends that are still very close friends from that movie and um, that, that guide me now. Lee Morrison, Glenn Foster, Diz Sharp, um, you've got Nikki Berwick. They're, you know, the, the whole crew were absolutely amazing. Ben Cook was, was on that as well. Um, so it really made, you know, to learn from those guys and learn from them. Fast, or I'd like to you know I yeah, probably could have done better, I guess, but it was kind of I was like a deer in headlights, but it was also something that you know I had to take very seriously, be very focused because you know it is dangerous, and with the guidance from those those guys, it really did help me and and give me a chance to excel and and do the best i could um and then you know that was thirteen years ago, so it was a great yeah. it was a great start, and it was a start that you know i in my wildest dreams i didn't I couldn't have
0: imagined was going to happen so Unbelievable. Yeah. Did you ever have like a stunt where you're like, uh, I mean, I'm sure everything was rehearsed so well, you're just ready to go to work. But you ever have a stunt where you're like, well, I mean, this is, a, this is one that's pretty dangerous. This is- <laughs> Listen, my, my first ever
1: stunt, my first ever introduction introduction to stunts in film was on Quantum Solis, and I had to do a balcony jump in Panama <laughs> oh, at, two man. In the morning, at two in the morning from one balcony to another. We were about three stories up, no safety cables, no safety mats. One wow. my first stunt in movies, and it was <laughs> you know it, it, you know luckily from gymnastics i was i was I was pretty good at long jump in school and and, okay. track and field I was quite good at long jump, and I think gymna- again gymnastics with that foundation it helps it helped with my spring and this jump was was pretty i th- I think about it now, it was the first gag I did, and it's still up there is one of the gnarliest gags I've ever done, just wow. because if it goes wrong the room for error was was yeah. zero because everything the, the, my start mark was a small corridor where I had a camera guy behind me it was a short run up um i couldn't see where i was taking off cuz the the oh there the actual uh, alleyway no sorry the alleyway the the actual corridor like veered off to one side so my wow, start mark man. i couldn't see my takeoff <laughs> and i had to run it at full pelt step on a a beaten up old fridge that they put on the floor as a step up for me, (laughs) step onto the balcony edge, which was literally the width of a shoe. And that was it. Oh, man. Jump to the other balcony, which was, I was going from high to low, but it wasn't a massive difference. But I think because I was going from high to low, it was near on seven meters, the jump. And it was, um and I, you know, landed in this small little area, jumped up off the floor and ran through this door. Um, and we did it two takes, two times, and and they were like, Okay, Rob Inch and um um Ben Cook were were running the floor on that, and Rob's also a very good friend okay. of mine, and he was running that uh, running the floor for Gary because it was night shoots and day shoots. Um and we did it twice. They loved it, and we went to back to the hotel and we had a you know, we celebrated with a beer because it was um yeah. my first yeah. my first gag. Yeah, yeah first gag.
0: Well, You can't help but yeah, that first jump. Welcome welcome to the show, biz. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, show <laughs> um, that, that's an interesting question. Uh, like what what do you like most about stunts, whether it's the physicality, uh interest intricacy of putting a scene together, the, the final product, like what do you like most about it? Do
1: you know what I think I like lo- it comes with so many pluses and bonuses? It's you know, it, you you're in a way you, you're getting paid to have fun on set, play yeah. fight. You know, you, you're, you you get to train and, and look after yourself and, and try new things that people would have never dreamt of being able to be able to do or given a chance to do it. You know, I, right. yeah. on, the, on the Dark Knight Rises, um, Tom Struthers was stunt coordinator and worked with that great team on on there, John Street, Buster Reeves, Maxine, um, Cy Holland, George Cottle. Um, and we went to America and there was a scene that is basically when Bane um breaks batman's back oh yeah, and he, yeah. um and get your back broken yeah get your back broken and he puts him in the in that indian prison and he, he climbs out the the well and that was my first uh 100 foot descender high fall wow um, that was you wow which, you know and that's also something that not, not everyone on the street can just be oh i just want to jump out of this yeah. off this roof you know from 100 feet um yeah. so you get to do those type of things and then the next scene on from that, he he climbs out, you know, regains his Batman power, if you yeah. like, and um, you know, he, he gets up on the Manhattan Bridge and he's standing on the bridge and it's like a 360 shot. Well, right, yeah. We actually shot that much later on in the movie, and it was the and it was me up there. Um, and it was the last shot in the batsuit, in that actual batsuit. Christian had finished all his stuff, oh, you wow. know, all the okay. he needed to shoot in that suit. So I was the last person to wear it. I was, you know, best part 250 feet in the air. And I was yeah. standing on this tiny little ledge that you're not supposed to stand on, you know, holding on to this little little hand loop that the Rigger Diz had, had set up for me. And we, you know, it was a, a quick thing that we had to do as the sun was setting because that's what they wanted to get, a sunset shot. Um, and this helicopter's, you know, 360 me and I'm I'm standing <laughs> up there thinking... I'm looking over the whole of, you know, the whole of New York, 250 feet in the air, wearing the bat suit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like, what, who, you know, when do you ever get to do something like that? Or when does anyone ever get to experience something like that? So it's moments like that in your career when you're like, holy shit, this is incredible. And you get to, you know, I was just on recently on, on Mission Impossible working for Wade Eastwood. It's a yeah. very, very okay. friend of mine. Another stunt coordinator, second unit director. Um, and I was stunt doubling for Henry Cavill. And I was in, the, in, a, in a helicopter with the door open. Camera oh, wow. yeah, shoulder onto Tom crazy. Cruise, and we were just su- circling the Tate Modern in a helicopter with the door open, and and you know looking at Tom Cruise and and him kind of you know eye to eye with the you know the, the best action movie yeah. star of all time. So you know, yeah. it's yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that's that's amazing yeah and just yeah not just this you know the actors but like all the whole crew the stunt corners i mean just that experience and i mean honestly learning on the job as well and the friends and things like that you get a long way i, I always thought that was a very interesting aspect of it uh i just touched a little more based on on the uh, the dark knight rises i mean what was it like working with christian bale i mean, another phenomenal actor like another actor of our era so to speak Mate, it was. Listen, I, I've I've always been a big fan of him. Anyway, I think he's
1: one of the best actors of our generation for sure. Yeah. He's un- oh. he's unbelievable. And um, I was at, this is another great story. We were running through the fights in England on Batman, and and, and Christian was in LA lace at the time. He hadn't started yet. Um, and it was I think it was a Friday evening. We were just about to finish work, and Buster's walking through the fights, and we're we're working with Tom Hardy as well, going through the fights because um, Buster was Fight Arranger and he was stunt doubling for Bane. I was doubling for oh, Batman. Okay. So Tom Struthers comes in and says to everyone, oh, guys, just have a uh, a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. And, you know, okay, cheers, boss. Thank you. And as he walks out, he's like, oh, uh, shit. Sorry, Bob, I forgot to say, you're actually flying to LA tomorrow morning. You're going to Christian Bale's house because you've got to teach him the fights. And I'm like, what uh, the hell? I was like, okay, so like tomorrow, he's like, tomorrow afternoon, you'll be flying to LA. So I jumped on a flight. Got there, spent a week a week in LA, and, and went to Christian's house every day to teach him the fights. Um, uh, you know, had lunch with him in his garden, as you do. Um, yeah, and, so, yeah, no big deal. Uh, yeah. And the man is 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 so talented. His he's got a, photo, a photographic memory. We, we rehearsed it, you know, wow. throughout the week. He would jot down notes, and then the next day I'd come in. He'd have he'd have it down. He would he wouldn't even need to. Some stuff just broken in the so, t- room. T- typical uh, uh, stuff in house. So. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it. I, just, I don't know what just happened, but yeah, some things have just exploded, but, uh, okay. to that in a second. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, you know, I went to, you know, went to his house and he is a, a true gent and, 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 um, an amazing, uh, it was amazing to work to, to actually get to work with someone of that kind. Ca- and Chris Nolan, Tom Hardy, Anne Hathaway, Morgan Freeman, Gary Oldman, the list goes on. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible.
0: Amazing. Uh, I got an, uh, another question just popped in here. Uh, is there anything that scares you stunt wise and non stunt wise? It's a deep life, question.
1: Life scares me in general. That's not stunt wise. Um, and listen, all the stunts I'd be, I'd be lying if I told you that most of the big ones that we do or that I have done. Um, there's, there's an element of fear there. Absolutely. But it's, you know, it's, it's challenging, challenging, channeling. Sorry. I can't even say it. Channeling that fear. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, turning that into focus adrenaline. Um, and that's what, you know, I, I get a massive buzz from. So, okay. you, know, it's, you know, that it, it, I think it would be, you know, inhuman if you didn't get fear from it, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a natural response and it's just how you deal with it and then use it and utilize it in the right way. Awesome. And, and another
0: well,
1: guy, in. He's- I, I just yeah. have to wrap up just because I've got another book podcast in a second. I am sorry.
0: Okay. No, you're all good. You're all good. Uh, Great okay, I'll, chat you. yeah, great chat with you, man. Um, uh, I'll just pop this on the screen real quick for everybody. This is where everybody could uh, follow him. Uh, and also, I was going to bring up uh the center.com. Everybody, go check that out. They got some awesome workouts yes, coming great. up. Absolutely. And, uh, thank you very much for
1: taking time to talk with us, man. I appreciate it. I'm so sorry to cut you. Then I just realized at seven o'clock, I've got to and I've got to sort some bits out before I do it. But it was great to talk to you, man. Thanks very much for having me. You, you got it, man. Take care. Cheers, buddy. Take care. Bye bye.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you all enjoyed the show. For more great interviews and content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Legends and Master Show. Also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to go to our website, www.legendsandmastershow.com, and join our email list for all upcoming shows, events, and articles. See you on the next one.